Hey, this is Pastor Jeff Workmeister of Elevate Church, and welcome to our podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope this inspires you, encourages you, and builds your faith. Enjoy the podcast. I just want to start off, um, you know, I know it's um, a week, long weekend and it's raining outside and everything like that, but, you know, just like Ryan was talking about, you know, the presence of God is in this room this morning, and, um, and I believe that the, uh, the Lord has placed a word on my heart exactly for you guys this morning. And so let's come this morning just with expectation, just to hear the word of God, with expectation to receive the word of God, expectation to really uh, just digest and be good soil this morning to receive the word of God. You know, it's so important. Like, like God is, every single weekend, God is doing amazing things. Um, people are getting healed. Uh, lives are being restored. People are uh, uh it's returning back to light from, from darkness to light. They're being saved. And, and so it's just amazing what God is doing. But it's so important every single weekend to come with an expectation to hear God's word. Amen? Amen. Let's, um, let's pray this morning. Jesus, we, uh, we love you so much, Father God. We thank you that you are in this room and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's life, there's liberty, Lord Jesus. And as we just uh, go through your word this morning, God, I pray that you would um, make our hearts good soil this morning to receive your word, not just to hear it, Father God, but to apply it to our lives and to uh, really live by what your word is saying. And so, Father, I just ask right now that my words would be straight from heaven and my lips would be anointed right now just to speak your word, Jesus, not something that's man-made, Father, but something that is straight from heaven. And so we just love you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The title of my message today is Don't Cheat. I changed it last minute, so it used to be God is able, but it's Don't Cheat now. I know Drew's in the back room like, what? He told me God is able. It's okay. Don't cheat, all right? And this morning, we're not talking about your diet, okay? All right? But we're going to be talking about time this morning. Time. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21 says this, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rusts and decays and loses its value. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourself that cannot be stolen and will never rust, decay, or lose their value. For your heart will always pursue what you esteem as your treasure. You know, last week, he was at church last week, Pastor Jeff had an amazing message about how we're not about to go into the end times, like we are living in the end times, currently, right now. We are in the last days, and Jesus is coming very, very fast. And so if you haven't listened to that message, I just want to encourage you guys this week to get on our podcast and listen to that message but we are living currently in the last days and we are living in an amazing time in history where the earth is ready for the coming of the Lord. And everything is being set up for the coming of the Lord. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about time and the time that we have left because if Jesus is coming back 
and we're very close to seeing the, seeing the coming of the Lord, then our focus should be on time. How much time do we have left and what are we going to do with this time? Psalms 90 verse 12 says this, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. In this Psalm, David is talking that if we wanna live a life full of wisdom and we wanna make our days count, then we have to know how much time we have left. We have to learn to count our days. We have to learn to live our lives knowing that our time is short. So the question this morning is, what are we going to do with the time that we have left? My prayer this morning is that in our hearts, God begins to birth something inside of us, a real burning passion, a reality that Jesus is coming and that every single day matters. Every single moment of our lives matters. I really am praying that we realize that the time that we have is small. And so we have to make it count. You know, there are a few things that we all know about time. All right. Number one is this, is we can't get time back. We can never, ever get time back. So I'm a new father. All right. He is uh, going to be four weeks this Thursday, all right? And he's growing so big and everything like that. He's on the front row. And if you wake him up, she's not going to be happy. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, he sleeps all day. But I'm a new father, and, um, and I've realized, you know, that uh, a newborn honestly does, like, eat, sleep, and poop. You know, like, that's just it, you know? Like, it's just amazing. And there's very few times that he's awake, all right? Like, like wide-eyed and, uh, you know, just looking around and everything like that. And there's very few times that he's awake, okay? And most of the time, it's during the day. And, and this week, I had, you know, I was at the church and getting back into the groove of things and everything like that. And so when I come home, I know that I have a limited time that I get to see his beautiful eyes, all right? That I get to see him, like, awake and everything like that. And he uh, is, like, you know, just, like just staring like all over the place, like, you know, and occasionally we'll meet eye contact, you know, and he'll smile and call me dad. He's very, he's very talented already. But there is a limited time that we have, all right, me and Elena have that we get to actually see this baby and, he, and we get to see his, his eyes and we get to see him awake and everything like that. And I've learned that there are times in those moments I can never get them back. Like when it happens, it happens. I mean, we were in the car um, going to the Liberty Center and Elena's like, look, he's laughing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, it was just like a split second, you know, like it was just a little like, you know, like a, just a little, like just a little smile, you know? But I know that as a father, I can never ever get those times back, you know? And that's the funny thing about time is that once a moment happens, you can't get it back. Number two is that we can control our time. We can control our time. Anybody in here like a good schedule? Anybody make a schedule and everything like that? Come on, somebody. That's what I'm talking about. 
I love to make um, my weekly schedule and everything like that. I just have it in my notes. Like, this is what I'm doing every single day. And, and uh, schedule's awesome. And, you know, me and Elena have been talking recently about how, you know, truthfully, like, we just got, we got to schedule uh, some date nights, you know? And when I say we, I mean me. So, you know, it's really on me. Um, but, uh, and I'll, I'll get it, babe. I love you. And, um, you know, I mean, we have control of our time, you know? We, we control what, what we do every single day. Number three is this. What we spend time doing is where our treasure is. What we spend time doing is where, what our treasure is. Number four is time goes fast. Time goes fast. I can't tell you how many people have told me, they're like, soak it up, because he's gonna be a senior before you know it. You know, getting out of the house and everything like that. They're like, just remember these times, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like staring at him like 24-7, you know, like, I just, I don't know how much more I can do, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, just time goes fast, you know? And so many people have told me that. And um, it's just, it's crazy uh, to think about how, how it, everything just happens so quickly, you know? I mean, I, I can just, I can think back to when we just, we started this church, you know? I mean, we were just, uh, I was just a kid, you know, uh, with a dream. And, um, and it was just, it's just crazy to think that we used to be in a school and we used to be uh, in a little teen center and we used to be in a warehouse and now we're here. And, and uh, it's just amazing how much, I mean, I remember the rollers, you know, at the very beginning, you know, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Right, Nick? All right, Nick was there at the very beginning. And, and um, it's just crazy how much time uh, how fast time can go. Number five is this, is it's always important to know the time. It's always important to know the time. And in these last days, it's important to know how much time we have. It's important to know what hour it is. And so our focus needs to be on time. And what are we going to do with the time that we have left? But the truth is, is that we all have busy schedules, right? We all have busy schedules. We're running around, especially uh, those who have, you know, a ton of kids, you know, like we, we have our jobs, you know, we work nine to five. Every single day we have our jobs, we have our responsibilities there. On top of that, you have sports practice, all right, who has kids in, in, in sports right now? You have sports? Christian, good job. You have sports practices. We have kids' homework. You have your hobbies. You have your spouse that needs you, right? You have a house to clean and laundry to do. That's like the story of my weekend, all right? There's just, there's just laundry everywhere and, and dirty diapers everywhere, you know? It's just like, I just, <laughs> I had to get back to normal this weekend. You know, I couldn't take it anymore. Um, but just cleaning the house and, you know, we just, we had this crazy idea. We're like, hey, uh, we got uh, a newborn. And so let's just, uh, you know, paint our kitchen and redo our bathroom and everything like that. That sounds like a good idea right now. And so, you know, we got that going on. And then on top of that, we have Sunday mornings. We're serving. We're here early. We have to go to the grocery store. And on top of that, we have our time that we just want to relax and we just want to zone out. 
And so we all have busy schedules. And so in this busy time of our lives, and trust me, this is not a message this morning to tell you to not take a vacation, all right? I remember uh, I was telling this one person at my old church that, you know, I was going on vacation and everything like that. And they're like, well, I'm just gonna take my vacation in heaven. And I'm like, that's great. That's great. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I didn't ask. But, you know, it's just like, you know, I mean, there's just tons of people that are like, I'm just gonna take my vacation in heaven and I'm just gonna, you know, not enjoy life and I'll enjoy life in heaven and everything like that. This is not a message to, to condemn, you know, having your own time and, and having vacations and everything like that but this is a message to encourage you to really think about how we are spending our time and what are we are going to do with our time that we have left. And so I wanna show you something this morning. I have an illustration, okay? All right, I have an illustration. I don't really do illustrations that much, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this morning. Allie, why don't you come up here real quick, all right? Okay, everybody give it up for Allie Till. Okay, all right. Allie, how's it going? Be kind, all right, okay. Woo, all right, so Allie, we got, uh, we got these balloons right here, okay? All right, so I'm gonna start, uh, I'm gonna start like writing some things on, on here, okay? All right, let's see here. What do we got? You got kids? How many? Four kids, all right, so four kids, okay? There we go, hold that, awesome, all right. What else we got here? You got a spouse? All right, okay. You got a husband. All right. How do you spell husband? There we go. Got a husband. What's next? What's next? We got, uh, oh, you like your relaxation? You like spa days? All right, spa days. That's what I'm talking about. All right. How do you spell spa days? There we go. Okay. All right. And then we got, uh, see, you, you clean the house? You make your kids do it? All right, for this illustration, you do. All right. You got cleaning, okay? All right. Then you got sports, right? You raised your hand for sports. Kids, sports. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's right, right there. All right. <laughs> you got it. All right. And on top of that, let's see here. All right, Allie, yeah! There we go. All right, let's see here. All right, you do the cooking? No? You clean the house? Did I ever say that? You got family? All right, we'll put a family, all right? So, that's good. Right there? Perfect. There we go. Okay. How about friends? You like hanging out with friends? Yeah, there we go. All right. So, there we go. Good job. Proud of you. All right. So, Allie, this is a classic illustration, okay? All right. You know, it's just a classic, throw it up in the air and see what you can juggle, okay? All right, so Allie's got all of these things going on in her life, okay? So if she were to try and juggle these things, what would happen? Keep them up in the air. Throw them up in the air and keep them up. Come on, Allie, come on! You gotta want it, all right? <laughs> come on, all right? Good job, good job, good job, good job, good job, good job. What do we got left, okay? Yeah, give it up for Allie. We got friends. Family, all right, nice, there we go. Friends and family, everybody give it up for Allie this morning. Good job, good job, good job. All right. It's a simple illustration, okay? It's a simple illustration, but my point this morning is this. Is that she wasn't able to juggle everything, right? 
She had all of these responsibilities, all these things going on in her life, but she wasn't able to handle everything. And so she had to make a choice on what she was going to drop and what she was going to hold on to, okay? And so my point this morning is this, is that when you have so much going on in life, you have only so much time. And I'm learning this right now, but life is never going to slow down. But when you spend time with one thing, you automatically cheat something else out of your time, or of your time. When you spend time with one thing, you automatically cheat something else or someone else of your time. It just happens. And so the question this morning is this. What are you going to cheat in your life? What are you going to cheat in your life? You know, this message has been kind of rolling around in my heart and it's been kind of, you know, something that I've just been wanting to, to preach for a while. And, and every single time, the Lord's just kind of like, not right now, not right now. Because I really believe that the Lord wanted me to really learn what this message was all about. See, I love to do a lot of things in my life. But I only have so much time to give. I have a wife. I have a baby boy now. I have a job. I'm a pastor. On top of that, I love to golf, right? I love to watch Family Feud. Someday, I'll be on there by myself if I have to, all right? But in my life, I have to cheat something. In my life, I have to cheat something of my time. And I have decided that I am only going to cheat what I can't take with me to eternity. I am only going to cheat what I can't take with me. What is Matthew saying, or what is Jesus saying in Matthew? Don't keep hoarding up yourself earthly treasures that you cannot take with you. Instead, stockpile heavenly treasures for yourselves that cannot be stolen or will never rust, decay, or lose their value. You see, all of our lives will never slow down. All of our lives will keep getting busier. But the question is, what are you going to cheat? What are you going to cheat? And let me say this morning, I encourage you to only cheat what doesn't matter. Only cheat what you can't take with you. You only have so much time left here on this earth. You only have so much time that you can give. What are you going to cheat of your time? 
Don't cheat what matters. Don't cheat what you can bring with you to eternity. You know, I wrote down just a couple, four things this morning that I really believe that the Lord has just placed on my heart. But number one is this, don't cheat your children. Don't cheat your kids. And I know that I only have like, you know, a three-week-old baby right now. But I've seen so many parents that have cheated their kids of time with them. Proverbs 22, verse six says, dedicate your children to God and point them in the way that they should go and the values that they have learned from you will be with them for life. Don't cheat your children of time with you. You have the responsibility to raise up your children in the way that God wants them to go. And you only have so much time with them. Don't cheat your children in the name of work. Don't cheat your children in the, in the name of like, I'm just wanting to work so hard so I can get this promotion, so I can make more money. But don't cheat your children of the time that you have with them. Don't cheat your children of coming to youth. Don't cheat your children of coming to Sunday mornings. It's so important that we, with the time that we have left, we spend time with our children. We raise them up to be godly men and women. And let me tell you the reason why is because the earth isn't getting any better. There's so much demonic stuff in cartoons, in kids' shows, in Disney. And if we're not there for our children, they can be lost. I can't, I can't, I, I mean, I can't tell you how protective I am over my son even though he sleeps most of the time. From the things that people say over him, from the things that, from people that are around him. I'm never going to cheat my son out of the time that I have with him. I'm just gonna cheat something else. Decided that I'm just gonna play a little bit less golf until he can play with me. <laughs> and then we'll just go out together. And then everybody wins. But don't cheat your children. Number two is this, don't cheat your spouse. Don't cheat your spouse. Ephesians 5 verse 25 says this, and to the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives in the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us, his bride, for he died for us, sacrificing himself. I've learned that I only have so much time with my wife now. I only have so much time 
She loves her time. She loves undivided attention. And so I only have so much time to fill up her love tank. And so I have a choice. Am I going to cheat my spouse or am I going to cheat something else? Number three is this, God's kingdom. Matthew 6, verse 30, 33 says this, so above all, consistently seek God's kingdom and his righteousness, then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. The kingdom of God needs you. Every single one of you in this room, the kingdom of God needs you. This church needs you. In order to reach more people, the kingdom of God needs you. The kingdom of God needs people to love on children. The kingdom of God needs people to, to welcome people as they walk in. The kingdom of God needs people to be in the back and run tech and run cameras. The kingdom of God needs people. And so we can either cheat the kingdom of God or we can cheat something else. but the kingdom of God is something that will last forever. You can't take other things with you, but you can take people that you've impacted because you chose to serve. You can take people that you've chosen that have, have been impacted because you chose to love their child. You chose to be kind to them and you've impacted their life, that's something that you can take for eternity. The kingdom of God needs you. Number four is this. Worship team, you can come on up this morning. Number four is this. The Holy Spirit. Don't cheat the Holy Spirit. Matthew 25 1 through 10 says this, when my coming draws near, heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to 10 maidens who took their oil lamps and went outside to meet the bridegroom and his bride. Five of them were foolish and ill-prepared for they took no extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were wise for they took flasks of oil of olive oil with their lamps. When the bridegroom didn't come, when they expected, they grew drowsy and fell asleep. Then suddenly in the middle of the night, they were awakened by a shout, get up, the bridegroom is here. Come out and have an encounter with him. So all the girls got up and trimmed their lamps, but the foolish ones were running out of oil. So they said to the five ones, share your oil with us because our lamps are going out. Verse nine, we can't, they replied. We don't have enough for all of us. You'll have to go and buy some for yourselves. The five girls were out buying oil. The bridegroom appeared. Those who were ready and waiting were escorted inside with him and the wedding party to enjoy the feast. Whenever we see oil in the Bible, it's always representing the Holy Spirit. 
the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus is telling us in this story that there are five ladies. Five of them were full of oil and they had plenty to spare. And five of them only had so much. And this is a picture of when Jesus comes back that there will be people that are full of the Holy Spirit, overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And there will be people that are just low. And Jesus is coming back for a group of individuals, a church that is full of the Holy Spirit, that is full of the Holy Spirit. And the only way that you are full of the Holy Spirit is time with Him. Time with the Holy Spirit fills you up. It fills you up. Time in the presence of God, time worshiping, time in His Word, time listening, time hearing. And God is coming back for people that will not cheat the Holy Spirit of their time. This is something so near and dear to me right now because it's something that the Lord's just been teaching me. To not cheat the Holy Spirit. To not cheat Him of time. I know you're busy. I know you have a lot going on. But there's always time for the Holy Spirit. You just gotta cheat something else. Jesus is coming back for a church that is full of the Holy Spirit. Just like they said, just like Jesus said in this, that they were prepared, they were looking for him, they were expecting Jesus. And they were expecting Jesus and they were full of the Holy Spirit because they spent time filling up their lamps. They spent time filling up their lives with the Holy Spirit. They spent time filling up the with oil. And when we spend time filling up our lives with the Holy Spirit, we start to begin to, to hear his voice so clearly. And that makes us more and more prepared and it makes, us, makes our eyes look towards the heavens. Jesus said, when these things start happening in the last days, look up. Look up. Be prepared. Be full of the Holy Spirit. Be full of wisdom. Be full of the, the peace and the love of God that the Holy Spirit brings when you spend time with Him. Don't cheat the Holy Spirit of His time. If you have to schedule time, do it. Whatever you have to do. If you have to say from 6 to 6.30, this is my time with the Holy Spirit, then do it. Because God is wanting to fill you with His Spirit. God is wanting to fill you with His presence. God is wanting to speak to you. God is wanting to say that you don't have to be fearful in this time. You don't have to be afraid of what's happening because I'm coming back and I'm taking care of my church. God wants to fill you, overflowing with the Holy Spirit in this time. We just can't cheat 
the Holy Spirit. We can't cheat the Holy Spirit. Why don't you stand up this morning?